Welcome to Embracing Diabetes. On today's episode, Liz and I catch up and talk about past episodes and what we're looking forward to with future episodes. I hope you enjoy our conversation. I just, when I was sitting out at the pool, I was re-listening to our first episode and um, it just, it just, you know, reminded me of how proud I am of us and how yeah. you know, we were so excited starting out at the beginning. And now looking back, we have, I think, 25 episodes. Oh my God. Are you serious? Yeah, because I was paging, I was trying to find our first episode. Um, I swear I saw 25. Well, the first one we did was October 2022. Oh my gosh, 25. And that's not that long of a period. I know. So I'm proud of us. Yeah. Anyway, so today we're talking together and yeah. I'll have to do lots of editing with this. <laughs> I don't really know where we're going. <laughs> but uh, well, so, so we can start out. With, so I'll, I'll, I can start it out. So, um, so it's good to see you, Amy. Good to see you always. Yeah. And we thought, I thought today would be fun. And you know, I've been talking about this, about trying to do another conversation just with you and I. Um, and we've kind of tossed around a few different topics to, to talk about without anything sort of formal. But one thing that you just called out was just that we have had a lot of success with our podcast, 25 episodes. It's exciting. Yeah. And a thousand downloads, I think, is what we're up to. Yeah. And so many great guests that I have just loved talking to. I know I know you have too. But oh my gosh, yeah. I mean, it's kind of amazing to look back to see the people and the generosity of people. You know, these are these are a lot of these are big busy, well known people in the diabetes mm-hmm. community that take the time to talk with us. And um yeah, I, I just I look back at the list and I'm I'm very proud. Yeah, agree. I think, and it's been really fun to hear everybody's story and right. how how they've been willing to share so much about their yeah. life experience, and then also whatever their area of expertise is has been super cool. And how we almost always finish yeah. each interview with like, "Oh my gosh, I just love <laughs> that person. They're so great." <laughs> Every single time we do, I know. Yeah, which just I think goes to show how the importance of of just being connected with people mm-hmm. who get your story. You know that you can be completely different. You know, have nothing in common except this one thing, and because you share this one thing, it just is really meaningful. I, I don't mm-hmm. know a better word to describe it, but um, every single time we've had a conversation, I, I get that same feeling. Oh, totally. You know, just being so thrilled and and having a hard time holding myself back from jumping in because <laughs> I want to hear their story, but I also want to say, yeah, no, me too, me too. Yeah, totally, totally. I do think um, I I spoke recently at the our kind of local JDRF Amidas oh. Type One Nation, which was really really great. But we were talking about because I think we underestimate this that you know because um, it was mentioned by a number of different people. I was on this panel and we all had kind of different life experiences, but everyone had type one diabetes. Oh, actually, no, there were two pedi- pediatric endocrinologists who didn't have diabetes, but it was kind of a nice group. And um, and there were these two kids, twins, and they both had type one diabetes. Wow. And um, and you know their mom was on the panel too. Because can you imagine that two no. twin kids with no. type one diabetes? Yeah. But anyway, they were just talking about how, you know, they spot people with pumps or they hear the beep and they're like, right. oh, you know, and how they've created this kind of community. We have this kind of this group um, 
of people. I know tribe sometimes a little bit of controversial word to use, but it is definitely like a cohort of people that, yeah. you know, we definitely have. Like if you run into somebody, you see them like they've got a Dexcom or a sensor on their arm. You're like, oh, yeah, something in common. <laughs> yeah. Anytime I've ever done that, I've had a great reaction. Right. The person that I'm reaching out to. Yeah. Yeah. It's like spotting your spotting your people. Mm-hmm. Spotting your people. In, yeah. in the crowd. Yeah. Yeah, we underestimate that, but it's a really, it's a really, it's a, a shining light. Um, yeah, for an invisible illness, right? Yeah. I mean, not diabetes for the most part is a very is an invisible illness, and mm-hmm. day in and day out, you yeah. know, we look okay on on the outside, mm-hmm. and, and we are okay, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, a lot of times we're not okay. I mean, right. I, I do remember, and this is an '80s, '90s thing. I'm sure it doesn't happen anymore. But people saying when they found out that I had diabetes, saying, "But you look so healthy," and I, <laughs> I, I don't yeah. know, I don't know yeah. how to answer that. Yeah, um, yeah. So, how about what's going on with um, any changes with you with like blood sugar issues or with mm. management stuff? And I no, know. I would say um, it's been a pretty trying even to think it's been a pretty quiet time i would say i mean there's yeah. i haven't really had that too many kind of the exercise thing i feel like i've sort of sorted probably because i've been doing it more regularly yeah. um and that just makes it easier uh i've cut back a little bit on work which has been helpful oh, good so for i've you. got a little more time to kind of take care of myself in my day because that just was not you. working out all that well um yeah, I feel like, you know, our diets kind of change in the summertime. So it does yeah. feel like food is a little bit easier because it's a lot less pastas and potatoes and all this kind of cold weather stuff that we tend to eat in the Northwest in the wintertime, kind of heavier. Right. There that's sometimes harder to estimate with carbs. Right. So I feel yeah. like that's been a little bit better. Um, I'm going, like I've said, I'm going to the ADA next week, which I can't believe wow. is next week. Wow. Um, and I'm super excited to kind of, you know, see what's going on because there's a lot of like new technology that I've seen mostly really on social media. Yeah. You know, there's this new pump called the Islet um, that's um, been FDA approved. I don't know kind of what that's going to look like in terms of availability or all that kind of stuff, but I'm, I'm curious to see that, you know, learn more about the Dexcom G7. Right. Um, I'm curious more. to see, to hear what I know. I'm going to just want to hear everything when you come back, but yeah. I'm curious what you'll hear about Ozempic, like if that mm-hmm. would be brought up in the conversations, because it seems like that's so controversial right now, mm-hmm. right now yeah. for people with type two and um, right, isn't it? Yeah. And like being in the right drug. Well, I would say, yeah, yeah. So Ozempic and Trulicity, the GLP ones. Um, yeah. So that's, yeah. oh gosh, I mean, it's going to be, that's going to be all over the place. It's like yeah. a huge industry in terms of medication that you can use for weight loss and diabetes management. And there was a huge shortage because there were all these TikTok videos and movie stars who were using it for weight loss. Actually, I mean, there was a piece in the New Yorker about Ozempic face, which I didn't even know was a thing. But you know, not, people yeah. lose weight so fast that they get sort of gaunt and oh, wow. um, doesn't feel like that's probably the end goal. But um, right. yeah, and then now there's studies and there's been there's been a number of studies that have looked at these over the years, but using it in people with type one diabetes who have issues with weight because it's a it's a big problem in the type one diabetes community. Huh. Also, really? and just like everybody, you know, right. people struggle with weight. So these medicines can be helpful, but they're just not approved for right. that use yet. So anyway, there's I'm sure there's going to be a lot, hopefully a lot talked about at the right. meeting about that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. What else are you hoping to hear about 
Yeah. So a, th- a few. So technology updates are going to be good. Algorithms are going to be good. So hearing more about like the tide pool looping that got approved right. for use and what they're going to be doing with that. Um, and I then, guess most, but um, I guess other stuff. One thing that I'm I'm really interested in is there's going to be a whole. They have these um, kind of discussion groups where or panels where they're going to be talking about the different. Um, pump algorithms in pregnancy because you know like which pump do you pick and which do you use basal iq or control iq and which your target be and all that kind of stuff so i'll be curious about that will they have any kind of do they have any kind of mental health um conversation like panels or is it just purely technology oh no no there's definitely there's a whole like there's a sub there are these different subcommittees in the ada and one's about behavioral health and mental health um and I'm sure there are going to be different panels and discussions around that. And they have like a subgroup meeting one day where people who are on that little committee can kind of get together and talk about things also. So and there's there's actually I did sign up for one. Michael Harris is a psychologist here in Portland who works up at OHSU that does a lot in the diabetes community. And he's speaking and there's a couple of interesting talks about, I mean, gosh, there's nutrition stuff. I mean, there's so right. much stuff. Yeah. And we were, uh, we were also, you and I were talking about um, the other day about speaking of mental health, about social media and mental health, because there's so much in the news lately, uh, you know, so many statistics that show the decline in, in mental health among younger people is directly tied to the rise of, um, technology and 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 social media and all of that and you and I were talking about the diabetes online community and which I I still am curious about I don't know if any of our listeners have any thoughts on this topic at all but whether how the diabetes online community compares you know to um because to me from my observation it seems like such a positive space for the most part mm-hmm I mean, we know there's always outliers out there, but it seems like the diabetes online social media community is is that the majority very supportive and mm-hmm. um, maybe less, I don't know, less competitive than other sites or less judgmental than other sites. Or uh, so I would just be curious to see if that community is different than all the others as far as having a negative or positive effect. Right. Yeah. I think it's a it's a great question. I think, you know, I try to think about other disease states that are kind of like diabetes. And yeah. it's hard to kind of, you know, think of one that has such a, um, like, a moment-to-moment. Yeah. yeah, a chronic. Like, you think about chronic diseases like hyper blood pressure, heart disease, rheumatoid arthritis. I mean, there's all these chronic diseases, but, like, you don't have to think about it. You know, with all of the decision making that we do right. and the medicines that you have to take and the stuff you have to wear and all of this beeping, you know, I mean, just all right. that. There just really isn't anything quite like it. So it's it's hard to I can wouldn't be able to figure out who you would compare it to. And I think it's like such a helpful community in so many I ways because there's so many so many people who live with diabetes who don't know anybody else. And right. so there's a way to like meet others and to kind of get information and share stories and if you find the right space i think that's a lot about you know just finding right the right place for right and and i think there are so many options that people yeah. can I, that people can access i do think sometimes you know that we've talked about this too just the the numbers and the perfection right. and the sharing and cgms all that, yeah. and all that you know data that shows time and range that 
you know, I think sometimes, I mean, people are excited because they've done well and you want to kind of applaud that. But I do think we all have this kind of comparing mind where it's like, oh, well, I thought, you know, doing that and can lead to a lot of shame and. Right. Of, which is right feeling bad because we don't have the straight line arrow that somebody else is right. just being, you know. Right. Yeah. I yeah. would love to hear. I, I'm always hoping that people who are listening will message or comment or something on our Instagram account and just let us know what spaces they go mm-hmm. to that have been really helpful for them or that, you know, that they've found good communities. Um, right. Online. Yeah. Because it's there's a lot of them. Oh my gosh. Well, and I keep finding just even podcasts. Like I was thinking that would be a fun podcast for us to do is like a, not a review of other mm-hmm. podcasts, but like recommendations. Right. Other diabetes related podcasts. Oh, that's a great idea. Right. And just like what, what they each offer and kind yeah. of as a resource, like use this one for this, use this one yeah. or think yeah. about using this one for that. Yeah. Yeah. So I just came across a new one um, this afternoon. I was like, ah, I had no idea. And it was, it was quite good. So. Oh, wow. I know we should keep a running list. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And she actually, her whole episode was great because she was talking about, she, she was talking about, she's had this podcast for a while and she's like a health professional and has type one and how one of her recent posts was just purely like unedited, vulnerable post about um, a low blood sugar, you know, episode that she had had. I haven't listened to that one yet, but. She talked about how that had, you know, got more listeners than any of her other episodes and just being, you know, shows you that being vulnerable and honest and mm-hmm. how much that really um, can be helpful. Yeah. 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 That's great. Oh, I want to hear about that one. Yeah. So those are things going on for me. What are you reading? I am in a like, oh, you, you know, I have a bazillion books and I love to read and I'm in a bit of a book slump, which I'm oh, no. happy about. I know. I've read so many good ones this summer so far. Um, and I'm excited because one of my favorite authors is Anne Patchett. Oh, you love know her. We've talked oh my about gosh. her before yes. on here. But I know that Anne Patchett has a new one coming out in August. So I reached out to one of the editors I know and I said, could I? Can I review this? And so I should be getting her book any day now in the mail, an advanced copy, which I'm really excited about. Awesome. And I'm just biding time until I get that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's coming actually to Portland well, to do no like way. an arts and lectures thing. Yeah. They have these, these, um, there's a big book community in Portland and they have arts and lectures where they have four or five different, like every other month speakers that come and talk about books. And this, I think this is just a one-off, but she's totally going to see. So I just read um, Stone Blind, which was excellent. It's I don't know the story that. of Medusa. Ooh. And I think I read, heard about it on the New York Times book review, but um, it was really good. If you yeah. like kind of... Um, it was sort of a humorous take on the Greek kind of myth. Right. You know, Perseus and Medusa yeah, like, and the Gorgons and all this stuff. And and the there's a lot of humor because they're just such funny kind of characters. Yeah. So it was really, really good. I loved it. Yeah, I, that's the, the same lady that did. I think she, she did uh, write Circe. I love to read at night before I go to sleep, but sometimes I'm so tired that I will get through a couple pages. But I have found if I'm listening to an audiobook, I can just have that 
right by my bed with my little speaker and, and listen mm-hmm. to that and listen longer before I fall. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Well, one final recommendation that I would give people is called You Could Make This Place Beautiful by Maggie Smith. Oh, yeah. You talked about You mentioned that one to me, too. Day. Yeah. So, 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 so good. It's a memoir, and she um, is a poet, and so she has a bunch of books of, of poetry, which I had not known about before, but I have since read her poetry. It's, I highly recommend it. But her memoir is this, it's just this great personal story about her and her husband going through a divorce and, um, you know, just her journey through that, which obviously speaks to me. But it's really, it's, it's a, um, it's written really well and it's written in a kind of a different style because it's like each chapter is really short, you know, it's just like these kind of connected thoughts or, or, um, ex- you know, events that she goes through and I'm not doing it any justice by my description, but I, I know it got a really good review I, yeah, that I read about too. There's 183 holds on 37 copies, so it'll be a while before I get that one, but yeah, yeah that's you, what I've been kind of interested in. And you would totally appreciate it whether you, you know, it's not like you have to be going through a, any kind of marriage issues, um, just speaks to a woman's experience, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Oh, that sounds really good. Okay. Well, I'll let you enjoy the rest of your day. Yeah. Yeah. Nice to talk to you as always. Nice to talk to you as always. (laughs) Thank you for listening to this episode of Embracing Diabetes with your podcast hosts, Dr. Liz Stevens and myself, Amy Stockwell, and music by Noah Mortola. We hope you enjoyed the conversation and maybe felt inspired or informed or less alone, or all of the above. Please follow Embracing Diabetes on all major podcast platforms and leave a comment, question, or review. Thanks again. We hope you'll come back for more.